Hello and welcome to What's Playing Tonight. My name is Ty Stans and I like movies. Sometimes. Occasionally. And this is the show where one of us picks a movie, coincidentally enough, and uh, the others can't say no. And uh, we watch it and then we talk about it, which is what we're here to do today. And I have with me the Silver-Eyed Wolf himself. Also known as Nate. And Raceland. Hey, what's going on, everybody? The Lime Knight in the Limelight. Yeah. Oh, boy. You thought I wasn't going to say it, but I said it anyway. (laughs) And um, we, uh, as we often do, we shall start off with the things that we have been watching this week. Um, I'll go first. And uh, this is something we all saw. Uh, and it was Thor Love and Thunder. Now, because this is a fresh movie, very fresh. No spoilers. No spoilers. As, as a matter of fact, I'm going to, we're just going to do a little fun thing. Uh, I'm going to ask you what you thought of the movie, and we can only say good, bad, or okay. So, uh, Raceland, you go first. It was a very okay movie. All right, Nate. Good. All right, I'll say bad. All right. We're all all three in different spots. Other than that, I've been watching The Boys, which is uh, really good. Um, Nate, you go next. Uh, I actually have not watched the uh, latest episode of The Boys and really haven't really been watching much. Been playing more games than watching shows. So how about you, Raceland? Same. I haven't I've not even started The Boys still. And I've been watching just New Girl, My Wife and Dragon Ball. I've been playing video games mostly. Yeah, I've been New playing that. I've been playing that Fortnite. Yeah. Finally got yeah, someone hooked on that. This is not a joke. We have been playing a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. Oh. Me me too, guys. <sighs> yeah. What have you been I've, playing, Raceland? I've been playing Assassin's Creed. I'm going through all the games. You're uh which one are you on again? Right now I'm on Unity. Yeah. And you're going uh order of when they were yeah. released? Yeah, chronological order. Are you yeah. gonna are you going to play the game with uh, Michael Fassbender? <laughs> maybe one time. Maybe so one day. It's a visual novel. Yeah, it, it's one of the best. Yeah. The only game to be released in theaters. Like, that graphics on that game are crazy. Like, the specs to that game. It's very lifelike, yeah. It's, yeah, it might as well super be lifelike. motion video, yeah. FMV. <laughs> no problem, Nate? Nate, you no, look very upset. No, just... No, that's okay. Uh, don't necessarily agree that it's a game. But whatever. What do you mean? It's um, like like you said, it's a visual novel. What if it's like? Grayson, don't be joining it, on this. What, game, what if it has like all the powers of a game, but none of the weaknesses? Oh, like a certain daywalker. Yeah, like a certain daywalker, which is uh, like the movie we watched this week, uh, Daywalker: A Blade Story. Nope, that's not the title. <laughs> what is the title, Raceland? Tell us about it. It is called Blade. Just Blade from 1998, I think. Yep, yes. 98. 98, yep. Uh, yep, it's a movie based, uh, it's a Marvel movie based in the 90s before MCU. So it's like all violent and gory and lots of F-bombs. That is true. It's actually the second theatrical Marvel movie. Can anybody tell me what the first one was? So 1997, so... Ooh, 98. 98. So I'm trying to think. The, the Fantastic Four is in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. 
is it X Men was ninety nine? I'm not sure. What? what was the question? The so Blade is actually the second theatrically released Marvel movie. Can you tell me what the first one is? Um, no, I can't. Cause... I know what it is. I what know is what it? it is. Is it the original Captain America movie? No, it is not. No. Uh, yeah, the only thing I remember him from was the animated Spider-Man animated series. I don't think you're quite listening to me when I'm talking to you. Yeah, this <laughs> the first the theatrical version. I the first don't theatrical know. Marvel movie, not not like a Blade thing. Oh, the first theatrical Marvel movie. Yeah, Fantastic Four, isn't it? No. Uh, okay, then what, it, what is it, Ty? It was actually Howard the Duck. That was before the Fantastic Four? Yeah, Fantastic Four was 2000s. No, no, I'm talking about the old Fantastic Four. Oh, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four? That actually never got released. Oh. I've never I've never seen Not Howard the Duck. Not until after the fact, and it was only just like straight to video. Okay. Is, is See, Howard the Duck, is Howard the Duck actually up. a good movie? I don't I know, I've never lot. seen it. Oh, okay, I, I liked it a lot simply because I think they did a great job on um, Howard. I know there's a very uncomfortable scene in that movie. It is. It is uh, very uh, strange for people who don't have quite the Marvel open-mindedness, I guess. And this is the 90s, so there yeah. wasn't much Marvel open-mindedness back then. I think Howard well, the Duck actually came out in the 80s. Even Even today, like, that level of open-mindedness is no. <laughs> so would Howard the Duck be considered a furry? No, he's a feathery. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, doesn't he hook up with, like, humans? He does hook up with a human, yes. Yeah. Uh, and they show everything. Oh, but no. He, he is an alien, though. Like, uh, so? Like, like, so it, like, he's not, like a duck from earth he's an alien so it could just be like i guess you could just go with uh xeno loving weirdness well, well guess who's not an alien weird topics who guess who's not blade who is a vampire wow oh, is he a vampire uh, partial vampire yeah, partial vampire some would say Ma- uh dampier <laughs> um <laughs> my god why are you laughing at that? That's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's just, correct. just the way you said it was funny. A damn the, So the reason I didn't hear that Marvel question is because I was reading the Google's attention. description yeah. of Blade. And it makes no sense. A half mortal, half immortal. Like, how does that makes no sense? How can you be a half immortal? That's that's mortality. <laughs> that's a good so, question. Speak- Speaking of the Dampier thing, I'm pretty sure in the newer Blade comic series, they've actually retconned that, where he's not a Dampier anymore. Well, they retconned oh, things full all the time. Vampire or something? Uh, no, it's just he doesn't, they don't call him that anymore. They don't call him, I, I don't know why, I didn't read that much into it, but <coughs> it's just not what they call him is anymore. He a, is he a living vampire? Maybe. He might be a living vampire. Like, like Morbius? Oh, it's Morbin time. Was anybody else disappointed that Morbius wasn't in this movie? No. Mm, not I, disappointed, but there were scenes where I was like, oh, they could really use Morbius at this point. So am I the only Couldn't one on the podcast all. that has not seen Morbius? 
You haven't seen yeah. Morbius? He I has not. not. I'll fix not. that. He's just judging Go it ahead. based Go off ahead. what everybody else has already said. No, I have never once said ever that Morbius was a bad movie because I have not seen it. You can't say I it's mean, more than time a lot of, you've seen Morbius. A lot no, of your jokes imply it. that it's not a good movie, Raceland. No, my jokes, my jokes are movie. based on the memes. Which are based off of the movie. No, All right. I make my jokes on the memes. <laughs> Whatever. So we watched We're here Blade. to talk about another vampire film. <laughs> so we watched a, so we actually watched a good Marvel movie uh this weekend. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately it was from nineteen ninety seven and not this year, so um I, was, I thought it was ninety eight. Ninety eight, yeah. yeah. Whatever. We're well, getting the years on. all mixed Talking up. Shit come on, on Ty. Anyway, uh Graceland, tell us about this movie. <laughs> so as we stated, this is pre MCU movie. What the hell? This pre MCU movie, and uh, the movie is based on Blade, who is a daywalker, half vampire, half human, and he is the main character. He's the guy going around killing vampires, killing his own kind because he hates vampires. And uh, how did he become a half human, half vampire? So his mother, when she was pregnant with him, got bitten by a vampire, and when he was be like obviously in the womb it transferred some of the powers to him and the mother ended up quote dying and like twilight he was born. oh yes blade is a sparkly vampire i have not seen those movies uh, you've never seen through. twilight i saw the first like like 20 minutes of the first film and fell asleep and... nate you are all about love and love stories this should be right up your alley and it's vampires everything i have seen or heard of those movies was this, oh, oh kind of like morbius kind of like morbius how you just said don't judge it before you've seen it toxic relationships this brings me to my next point or i guess my first point uh which will also bring us into the what's files so welcome to the what's files this uh a little stupid bit that we do where I ask you guys dumb questions that have to do with, well, you'll see. Uh, Nate, do you believe in vampires? Mmm. Oh, no. <laughs> so, because I do believe in the supernatural, uh, I guess, yeah, I would say that there is a possibility that there are vampire vampires. Plus, there is a mental disease that makes people drink blood. Whether that's healthy for them is, well, not true, but... Is that is that disease called MGK? No, there it is actually a medical disease though. Um, ah. I guess I'd have to look it up what it's called. Mm -hmm. So if you want to ask Raceland a question, Raceland, I'll look that up. Raceland, don't look that up. Raceland, uh, what do you do? You believe in vampires? No, I do not believe in vampires. I do think vampires are like the coolest of the supernatural stuff. Like, but other than that, no, vampires aren't real. It's just like how werewolves and stuff are not real. It's just made up stories. All right, cool. I don't believe in vampires either. Anyway, back to the movie. Nate or Ty, how do you feel about vampires? <laughs> I said I don't believe in vampires. I don't believe in vampires. All right, that's uh, that that's that was the Watts Files. Uh, back to the movie. Okay, so I w I looked up the budget for this movie, and the budget was actually only forty five million dollars. And domestically, it made seventy million, and worldwide, it ended up making a hundred and thirty-one million dollars. Quite a so hit. Okay. Yeah, Pretty definitely, good. definitely made its money back for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, quite a hit, and I would say that uh, Blade was pretty important as far as movies go. Well, oh, yeah. this genre of movies. If you don't get Blade and its success, you don't get X-Men. You don't get X-Men, you don't get Spider-Man. You know, it's just a chain reaction that basically led us into the oversaturation of Marvel movies that we live in today. Yeah, without the Blade movies, there is no MCU. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it definitely set up the foundation of what we could do with superheroes. And then as far as, like, uh, other stuff, um, I think it's pretty cool. Wesley Snipes uh, was the first uh, black Marvel superhero. Yeah. Overall, he was the very first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, wow. I, I, I'm, I, I'm live sh- action. Live action. Okay. I thought you meant overall. I'm like, I don't know if that's true. A live action theatrically in a big budget movie. Wesley yeah. Snipes yeah. was the first black Marvel superhero. I think, unfortunately, that Steel movie with Shaquille O'Neal came out before this one. So <laughs> oh, I thought can't. it came out like right after. I'm not sure. That's but, so uh, funny. I forgot all about that. Ex- that movie even existing. But as far nope. as 1997, yeah, as far as yep. Marvel goes, he was the very first, um, which is pretty cool uh, and, in the history of film. And Steel is a DC, so that was the right. first DC film. So um, let's talk about Blade for a minute. What's going on in this movie, Raceland? What's what's the what does the back of the box say? Oh, so like like what's it about? Yeah. I thought we already discussed that. It's about Blade, who is a half vampire hunting down other vampires. True. I mean, that is the gist of that it. That is so the gist of the it. So the little bit more detail into that would be that he's hunting a specific vampire in this oh, one. Oh, okay. Uh, mainly the vampire who killed his mom when, or bit his mom when he was being born, uh, which happened to be uh, Frost. Who is played by Stephen Dorf? You know? Dorf. Mm-hmm. Stephen. I don't really know him from anything. Uh, I pretty much know him from Blade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen him in anything really outside of that. Um, and Blade is uh helped by his older compatriot named Whistler. Yep. Played by Chris Christopherson. Yes, I know, I've, and, I've heard that name before, but I don't know anything he's in. Um, I'd have to. I probably have heard it. the name from Blade. So he's an it. actor, and he's also a uh, singer. Oh, that's yeah. why. That's why I know his name then. Uh, let's see here. But as the, far as movies go, oh, go it looks like he's in. That's why. Oh, well, he's in Blade, and uh, apparently he's in Blade Two and Three, but I don't remember that. Yeah, he's oh. in them. And uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. In three, I believe he it's a flashback. Guys. Or like a video or something. Spoilers. And then, uh, so yeah, his uh, his c- human compatriot, uh, Whistler, um, he's just kind a of like guy. Yeah, and kind of his, uh, like, James Bond's Q. He is his outfitter. He gives him all of his gadgets, his serum, looks out for him. Uh, I don't think... I don't know if it actually set... Uh, yeah, he does. He kind of, like, raises him. Yes. Yeah, basically. Uh, 
He said he, he he said he knew him since uh, ever since he met him at thirteen. Yeah. So he's the father figure for Blade, which is uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool, and also pretty sad because yeah. at a certain point in the film, Whistler ends up dying. Uh, gets beat up pretty severely by vampires, and then has Blade give him his gun to shoot himself so he doesn't turn into a vampire. You know what's crazy to think is that if Whistler never would have gotten a hold of Blade at 13, Blade probably would have turned out like a really evil-ass vampire. That's possible. Because without Whistler's guidance, he was just giving into the hunger, and he would have had none of their weaknesses, like sunlight and garlic and all that stuff. He probably could have become uh, the ruler of the vampires yeah. at a certain point. Or he might have been gunned down by the vampires because at that point, the vampires tried to kind of keep a low profile. Uh, Frost is the one who pushes more towards, we are superior, we don't need to fear the humans. Whereas the older vampires are like, we, we got a good thing going, don't mess with it. Yeah, we're the purebreds, like don't yeah. mess with our crap. So really, in an alternate timeline, Frost and Blade would have probably gotten along. Hmm. Here's what I like. Here's what I like about Stephen Dorff as Deacon Frost is that he just looks like some guy. He does. Yeah. He, he looks uh, like a, some he looks unassuming like a, guy. He looks like a tweaker. A little bit of a. Is that does that count as an emo haircut? No. I would say. So. I would say no. So. Boy band haircut. Boy band. Yeah, he's just a regular guy with just a yeah. boy band haircut. Especially the times when he like has his shirt pulled open, like he's getting ready to join an in sync music video. Like he is bite, a bite, boy bite. band vampire. He uh, <laughs> he was Edward before Edward. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Blade is joined. honestly, uh, like. I kind of understand Frost in the fact that, well, if you were a vampire and you are constantly being told that you're not good enough by the other vampires because you weren't a pure vampire, like, fuck that. Oh, man, I, I really, I feel emotionally connected to the villains. Dear, trying to murder dear listeners, never been... once said I was emotionally dear. connected to him. I need to talk to our audience for a minute. Um... For those of you who don't know, there's been uh, several instances of recurring behavior uh, with Nate where he will sympathize and often empathize with the villains. Yes, I empathize with everybody, not just the villains. Why should you guys focus on making I'm empathizing, me? I'm empathizing with the guy who wants to murder hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, from his standpoint, they are cattle. Doesn't matter. I will say his that makes plan it okay. is ridiculous. It does not make it okay. <laughs> His plan, though, is ridiculously <laughs> stupid because when he's talking to them and like trying to sell becoming the blood god, he wants to turn everybody into a vampire. Yeah, I, I, I thought of that, too. Like you, if would every, have, you would have no food. Yeah, if you do that, you have no cattle anymore. That's and well, all the vampires will just give in to hunger and kill each other. Yeah. Well, they could feed on uh, deer go blood feral. like uh, the Cullens in the Twilight movies. Play baseball. But does and that actually baseball. work in the Marvel van? <laughs> does that work for Marvel vampires? I don't know. I don't know. So uh, maybe they could drink will... some of Michael Morbius's uh, blue blood. They again, they don't have that. <laughs> Not yet. But uh, Blade is coming to the MCU. Yeah, it's true. Um, 
they're also extremely wasteful of blood. Yeah, like the very first the, scene, they're just showering. Yeah, the sprinklers. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, that I is. Felt, I felt so bad for the douchebag human, like guy who's just like, y'all want to hook up with this girl? Goes to the club, like, and he's just like, what the fuck is coming down from the ceiling? It is yeah, all blood. I, that was definitely a traumatizing experience for so, that guy. <laughs> let's talk about how 90s this movie is, real quick. Extremely underground 90s. raves. <laughs> Yeah. In a meatpacking plant. <laughs> also, and, and this might have just been a sign of the times, but uh, did the Matrix kind of rip off Blade's look? Probably. A little bit. I think like, so. Dark when did the, black when, trench coats were just kind of Like a thing edgy. in the 90s? Like it's, yeah, it's just edgy. When was the Matrix? Is that 99? <clears throat> it's either 99 or 2000. 99, it was after yeah. Blade. Okay. 1999 so, was the Matrix. So Blade did come first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, dark black trench coats and clothing like that was just the edgy look. Yeah, yeah, definitely an edge lord. Uh, speaking uh, of Blade, uh, I don't think we've talked about Wesley Snipes yet. <laughs> no, uh, he was great. Like he played, he looked the part, played the part, was a complete badass. Some uh, people are always trying to ice skate uphill. Had some pretty good lines that had some great lines made no fucking sense in the moment. No, like, that, man, it was great. That that line specifically did not belong anywhere in that movie. No, you're, yeah, you're both out of your mind. That no, is the I'm greatest not saying it didn't belong. I'm saying it was completely <laughs> random. Look, I mean, Nate, like defeats the main bad guy. He's like some motherfucker. It's a great line, Nate. Nate. Yes. Knock knock. Who's there? Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Like, (laughs) it's great. No, it's like he says it because, like, he's always like trying to, I don't know, but it's awesome. Yeah, you can't even get like the context in that scene does not make any sense for that line. Uh, You just like cringe. It's not cringe, it's badass. Like, futility. It's a line for futility, but it makes no sense in the regard that he. He himself is trying to kill a guy with a sword that apparently can't die by a sword. Another another good line is uh, in the hospital when the cops start shooting him and he's like, motherfucker, yeah. are you out of your goddamn mind? Yeah. Like, that is... I, that, I love that part. I will at least say that line belongs in there because he's just like, what the fuck? Like, why are hey, you shooting? You're really trying to ice skate uphill right now and I'm not having it. I'm not being futile. Like my arguments are sound. See, okay. So if you know that it's futile, you understand the line. Yeah, I understand the line. I'm saying for that scene, he was the one ice skating up the hill. So Wesley Snipes, (laughs) uh, he had been in quite a few things before. I think the thing that I saw him in was uh, Demolition Man. Yes. Nope. Never seen it. Oh, you will. Uh, Uh, He's also in U.S. Marshals, (laughs) which came out the same year as Blade. I only, when I think Wesley Snipes, I only think Blade. Okay. He's kind of an action hero. Well, I, an action star I have, before. I haven't <clears throat> seen him in really anything besides Blade. I think the first movie I saw him in was White Men Can't Jump uh, with Woody Harrelson. Uh, and it was a pretty fun film. But Demolition Man is probably my favorite film he has ever been in besides Blade. I'd have to watch Demolition Man again. I don't really remember it too much. I, I'm not sure you'll like it. I've seen I don't it, even know what it. I don't even know what it is. I know I'm saying like, I don't think it will hold up for you. You always think I'm not going to like stuff. 
but yeah, I guess you're usually you end up so. not liking <laughs> you end um, up not liking stuff. Someone who I'd forgotten was in this movie, uh, Donald Logue as Quinn. Uh, yeah, Harvey it's, Bullock from Gotham. Is he yeah. the guy with that gets his arms chopped off all the time? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I love that guy in the show Grounded for Life. Oh that, yeah, he yeah. was the yeah, he was the guy on He's that the show. Dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's the anytime I see that dude in anything, I'm like, yo, it's the grounded for life dad. I forgot that show existed, but I remember that it, is yeah. one of, that is one of my favorite shows of all time. I love that show. And then as far as like the main cast go, that kind of just brings us to uh all right, I looked up how to say this. Uh okay. and, and Boucher Wright, who plays okay. Dr. Karen Jensen. Uh, she oh, the, is the, the main lead. She's the female lead of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know that I would call her a love interest. No. no. Although the part. No, no. Although, let me just say this: there was no, definitely him some drinking her blood. Her drinking her blood. There was some serious, like, sexual uh, undertones, undertones well, to that. Like, I, can I don't know, man. She was like, no. "Stop! Stop! Stop!" You no, know, she said, "Don't stop." I had the subtitles on. Oh, you did? Yes. I thought you well, said she, stop. Didn't she? I thought she said don't stop, and then she just kept repeating stop, stop part. No. It what said she, don't stop every time she said it. Huh. I didn't catch that. And I then, heard uh, the don't stop Blade, the first time. And then Blade finished, and he gave out a mighty roar. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, considering it's a vampire kind of thing, I understand, because vampires are supposed to be like the seducers of night. That's how that's one of the ways they get their prey is by hypnotizing them and bringing them into an embrace. That's why the whole bite the neck thing like so I can understand. So her they main, just went more raw like her main thing in the movie is that she is a hematologist, which Raceland that means she's a blood doctor. I know what that kinda is. Kind of like and, uh, Morbius. Uh, kind of like Morbius, actually. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. She is working on a cure for herself and uh, other vampires which K- we kind of like out, morbius which um i want to say i really like the world building in this uh yeah they established that this cure that she's made works on vampires that are bitten but like the pure blood the ones that are born vampires uh they're kind of stuck with it. it's in their dna she says yeah i have a comment about that one thing that always bothered me is like so vampires how how are you born a vampire? I didn't think I thought the whole thing with vampires is that they were like dead. So none of their organs worked. So how do they make vampires? Well, so in some lore that is the case, but they said, um, I was reading a little bit about the production and the writer of this movie said that he wanted to make it more grounded. So vampirism is actually just like a disease, a disease. in yeah. this movie. Okay. It's literally like how Morbius did it too. Everything he back to seen, Morbius. He hasn't seen Morbius, Nate. He hasn't uh, he's experienced the intriguing but, movie. Uh, yes, it is basically a disease that... Kind of like how royals would be with one another, like relations with their family members to keep the blood pure. That's how vampirism originally was. And then they started feeding on people, spreading it to impure vamp- humans, and so we get, like, frost. So as- guys... An impure. You're you're not gonna believe this, but I have a nitpick. Oh boy! Not um, just me. It's I do have a nitpick. I've got, nit- I've got some nitpicks, and it's not really an it's not a real nitpick, but I'm gonna say it just because it's on my mind. Um, if they're pure blood vampires and they're born <coughs> as vampires, why do they age? They. It's don't? a good question. Be 
Well, no, no, because they they're old. There's an old man vampire who is a pureblood. Yeah, like Maybe they just age. Re- oh, well, yeah. never mind. I'm wrong. It does specifically state that they age much slower yes. than humanity. It doesn't say they're actually immortal in this movie. It just says no. they age slower. So, all yeah. right, not a nitpick. I Your nitpick is gone. Attention. Yeah. All right. I have another record. nitpick. Go ahead, race. Okay. About the the purebloods. You would think a pureblood vampires would put up more of a fight when Deacon was just like, come on, let's go. You're going to be sacrificed. And so they're just like, oh, okay. So I think the establishment is that at that point, Deacon has taken control of everything at that point. Uh, the soldiers and everything, including the weapons that they're pointing at the pureblood vampires. Pureblood vampires don't, make, don't seem to make them stronger or faster or anything. It okay. just is like a class thing. Yeah, because like all royalty. other media, all other media I've seen, it's like the purebred vampires are like the top dogs. They were, yeah. They, you don't mess with the purebloods. Perhaps at one point they were, but at this point they seem to have lost their predator instincts. Mm-hmm. And Frost, yeah, and Frost is like, yeah, no, we need to, we need to become the top dogs again. Let's do this. Which. Which brings me to my next point. Yo, let's take a walkie. Watch a movie with the you who we call Chalky Talky. Chalky Talkies. Now that we've talked about all the characters, we'll get back to your point, Nate. Don't worry. Uh, no, it's okay. Let's, um, what, who in this movie would enjoy a nice, refreshing you who? Nate, you first. Uh, none of the vampires, because they drink blood. So this <laughs> this is a tough one. I guess um the kid that Frost throws into the street. <laughs> That's oh a good answer, Raceland. <laughs> I forgot about the kid. I guess like the only really other human characters we have is like the main female lead, right? Well, no, because she spends most of the time turning into a vampire. Well, and then we, cur- no. well she no, does we, cure herself. Okay. At near the end of the film, though. Like, she well, finally never, develops a cure. Do they actually specifically say that she's not a vampire? Because doesn't Wizard say, get a gun, and if you start getting... Well, that was, I think, specifically before she got the cure. Like, she was okay. like, I have the cure now, you don't gotta kill me. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh... Whistler and the guy they get their materials from, I believe, right. are human. The so cop I- was human. I know who's going to want the, the you who. It's going to be the guy hitting on the main female lead before he becomes bitten. Oh, uh, yeah. He never actually got bit. Uh, yeah, he did. He straight up got... His... No, he got beaten to hell. Never bit. He fell to the ground. They started kicking him, punching him, for some reason not biting him. Oh, and they, then, no, the Nate. The, the, the guy who was the uh, in the scrubs with the main female oh, doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, that guy. The guy was just like Come Curtis on, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yes, give, Curtis. Us another, give us another chance. Give us another chance. I thought you were talking about the douchebag from the very beginning of the movie that went oh, to the yeah. party. Yeah, he he probably like a Yoo-Hoo too. Yeah, like I could see him maybe liking a Yoo-Hoo. You're both wrong. Oh no. Who really wants a Yoo-Hoo? Maybe with some whiskey mixed in is Whistler. Why? I don't see that. No, I don't I can see, see that. It. No, absolutely. No, he'd pour some hard liquor in there, and then he just see. I that would be too much. First off, I don't know about the whiskey part, but I don't see him being like, 
A Yoohoo. I, I don't see him drinking a Yoohoo. Yoohoo's are for the lighthearted. He is, give me your gun. I'm going to shoot myself to end my And I might as well have a nice Yoohoo as my last treat before I die. Anyway, Nate, what were you saying before I interrupted you with the chocolate donkey? So, talkie talkie. My two nitpicks. One may have already, may get explained. I might have missed the part of it. Was, why did the bone kill his mom when he stabbed her. That is true. Because she's a vampire, and the bone, as far as I know, is not made of silver, not made of holy wood, or anything like that. It's just, he stabbed her in the stomach, and she died as if he just used his vampire tools on her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think, they, uh, I don't know, maybe anything can work as a stake, because holy wood wouldn't make a difference well, he, if holy water doesn't. He specifically, like, they were talking about how they have specific types of weaknesses, and these weaknesses are what requires to kill them. It's why normal people can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll just kill a vampire. Uh, but I could be wrong. They may have said something about that. The know. second one is the serum that they use to, like, kill the vampires. Yeah, they put the little yeah. things in the darts. I'm guessing those two uh, syringes were made out of plastic because if they're made out of glass, those should have shattered numerous times because Frost straight up throws them off of the little ledge that they're standing on and they hit hard what looks to be granite and concrete. No, Nate, Nate, this is like the, this no, is the most nitpicky no, thing you've ever seen. No, listen, man. I like, got the answer. Without, with, okay, go ahead. So what you didn't see because it, they landed off camera Okay. Is that they perfectly remember he had him in a little pouch. They perfectly yeah. landed on the pouch and were even perfectly with, fine. I, I yeah. don't know. Even with a pouch, I feel like glass would have shattered. So I'm in my head. I'm so making them like the, hard plastic. The, the, the syringes are actually half vampire, so they're stronger than normal <laughs> syringes. <laughs> okay, they're daywalker. <laughs> they're syringes. daywalker syringes. Yes. Yeah, right. the daywalker. They're made of adamantium. Uh, yeah, and then. This isn't a nitpick. It's just something I liked about the film. The the effects that the syringes had on vampires. I basically turned them into like blood bombs. I like that. That was cool. The scene Uh, where he shot the two and then just walked away and you just see blood just (laughs) on just like right behind him. And then what would your guy, what would you guys say is your favorite scene? I'll tell mine after uh, Raceland. Oh man, there's so many good ones. I do like the uh the club scene when he takes down literally like 25 vampires and by himself. Okay. No big no big deal. Ty, yeah. I already I already know what your favorite scene is. You don't know. Some motherfuckers always want to be ice skating uphill. No, <coughs> Raceland, actually That's my, his favorite line. My favorite scene is the scene where he says, Some motherfuckers always be trying to ice skate uphill. Oh, yeah, got the quote wrong. Oh. <laughs> so my favorite scene is pretty close to that one time-wise where he's fighting frost minions and he comes across a guy where they just start doing kicks at each other but missing each other completely and kind of doing a ballet dance of flip kicks that was very funny like i like that they do that three or four times before they stop and he's just like i'm gonna run this way now <laughs> So I don't know about you, but I got a couple more 
not nitpicks, but like comments. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So what I think is interesting is two things. One, if you get bit by a vampire, just inject yourself with garlic and 50-50 shot, you're good. Like, apparently that's all you got to do. But who has essence of garlic on hand? I'm just saying, like, apparently that's all you need to do. (laughs) Got it right here, bro. You have essence of garlic and a syringe. Yeah, I uh, put it in my (laughs) uh, sodi pop. Okay. And the other, the second thing, the, the second thing is, what? All they have to do apparently is put some sunblock on, and they're cool because Frost was well, put the sunblock on. And he was fine. I think he, the, no, he straight up was like, no, he I does. put sunblock on and went out into daylight. But I think it also wears off as like I think it has a certain time duration because when they killed that elder vampire, they did the same thing with the sunblock, but then they also put on motorcycle gear and helmets to block out the sun as extra precaution. So I don't think it's like a hundred percent. You're taking a risk. And these guys are thrill seekers. Like that is not a hundred percent proof way to go against the sun. It is. If you have a hundred percent proof, maybe if you're a plot character. (laughs) And then the last thing I got to say is that the, the scene where blade goes to the club, they're like, you got an invitation? Isn't Blade like the most well-known among all vampires? Shouldn't they immediately recognize who Blade is? No, he's like the boogeyman. Like they don't, they speak of him. They don't really know what he looks like because he works in the, sh- he goes around. Well, okay. I mean, in the movie, he doesn't work in the shadows. He straight up literally just shoots, tries to shoot a cop in the middle of daylight. Like he is, he acts like that's perfectly fine. He walked but, into the hospital with a shotgun drawn. It was just like, I'm ready to kill this guy. But I will say he might have a point that people just won't react because when Frost throws that little girl into the road, no car stops. A bus keeps going. And when Blade saves that little girl and like tells her to go home, no human on the sidewalk is just stops and like, oh my God, that they're just walking about doing their business. Like that. No one is phased that a little girl was thrown through a popcorn stand and almost got hit by a car. Like, what the hell? That's not their problem, bro. It's not even in their vision. They're all blind to this somehow. So I guess that would also be a nitpick is the lack of reaction to anybody, anything happening in public. What did Blade... you guys Go ahead. What did you what did you guys think of that blobby vampire? Oh, oh the pearl. Uh... Yeah, Pearl. Yeah. I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. But I didn't mind. I could his, see his how, voice. like... The voice annoyed yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it, Pearl was just sad. <laughs> like, I... Oh, man. Pearl looks like he is the vampire version of a South Park skit. Yeah. Like, he... Yeah, Pearl's just... Like I said, he's just sad. First off, can't hunt for himself at all. Uh can't move i guess he's just had an abundance of blood so much so that he's just that fat yeah i guess i can't think of any other reason maybe they like force fed him to be like he couldn't move and then but, become dependent on him. i mean he is the record keeper apparently he like he's their equivalent of 
like the holder of all knowledge of vampires in that area. So it's, he gets probably good. By... it's probably good that like he's so big that he can't move can't and he's trapped. Do anything. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not a duck, it. really. Yeah. He's, he's so not important. a guardian at all. He's so important he gets killed by a flashlight. He's also apparently extremely intelligent. He's the one who translated untranslatable vampire language. So I got it. Yeah, he's like uh. so that's no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm I'm gonna change the subject, so go ahead. Uh same here. I was like the whole wanting to become the blood god thing, I feel like would have been a something I would want to do if I was part of the vampire council, not like especially screaming out I'm pure, so yeah, just them go. acting like they forgot all about that uh, stuff. Villain, is... villain sympathizer, silver-eyed wolf over here. How is that villain sympathize? That's just logical conclusion of being a bad guy. We don't know his future. We don't know his background, guys. Anyway, for simple background. <laughs> uh, this movie was directed by Stephen Norrington. Uh, he has only directed four movies, including this one. We got 1994's Death Machine. Okay. He got Blade in 98. In 2001, he directed, he directed a movie called The Last Minute. And then I think the only other one I've ever seen, which also coincidentally has a vampire in it, 2003's The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay, yeah, I liked that one. Uh, I've never seen it. I've it seen it, not, but I don't remember. It. I liked it because it was... I was reading the comics back in, when it was uh, released. Uh... The and I like the idea of all these literary characters coming to life on screen and forming kind of an old school Victorian style Avengers. Yeah, it's a neat idea. It was awesome. Like you have Dr. Jekyll being the Hulk uh, and Dorian Gray being Iron Man. It was a really cool thing, a little cool premise of the comic books. And I like seeing how they part to the film. So fun fun thing about this director, um, he filmed a a cameo for Blade, uh, but it was a deleted scene where he portrays none other than Doctor Michael Morbius. No way. Yeah. Yes way, and they uh, Marvel told him he they could not use the character because uh, he yeah. that was what the plot for the next one was going to be. Um, Which would make sense because I think Morbius and Blade are heavily connected. Oh, yeah. In the comic books, they fight all the time. Yeah. Unfortunately, we'll never see that because uh, Sony. No, 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 no. We never we never thought we'd get Sony Spider-Man and we did Morbius no. into the MCU. Come no. on, man. That is true. But they Morbius isn't in the MCU. Neither was Venom or Spider-Man, but both I mean, up to you. Venom is I not feel like in the he MCU. Is be- yes, he is. You must yeah. not have seen the uh, spoilers for No Way Home, where Bro. he gets sent back to his own universe. He was in the MCU. Ah, see? Yeah. Just like but Vulture what I said is was, now in Venom the Sony universe. is not in the MCU. Context is important, Nate. But the multiverse has been created, Ty, thus meaning that since he was sent to yet another universe, he is still in the MCU. The MCU has become infinite. Bet Didn't you a thousand dollars, both of you right now, that you will never see Morbius and Blade on screen together. Didn't you they already as long say as Sony making... 
has the rights to those characters. Didn't they already say that they're already making a sequel to Morbius? Yeah, they did say that, but I don't know if they will because it was a box office bomb. What? Twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah, it bombed twice. Uh, <laughs> it re-released. Yeah. Yeah, let's... Third time's the charm. I'm saying that due to what we have already seen, I'm not going to knock it off as a possibility. Like, it is... Anything can happen with the MCU. That's true. Except making good movies now. Come they, on, man. They can. Uh, they have. Thor, just because someone was grouchy. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Come on. Good movies, man. I think it's important we should... Uh, speaking of Eternals, uh, let's talk about where Blade went for a little bit. So there were two yeah. sequels to this movie because, as we said, Blade was quite a success. So we had Blade 2... And then we had Blade Trinity. Those are both Wesley Snipes. And then uh, whatever production company that was making these movies, I guess they lost the rights. Uh, Marvel got them back. And then uh, Blade was kind of put on ice for a while. Oh, there was also Blade the series. Uh, yeah, the animated series. There was a live action series. Yeah, too. there was a live action what? series too. The same Blade, not the same actor. Yeah, Wesley Snipes was not on the TV show. Yeah, but, but it was considered a part of the movies. Is it any good? So no, no, it's I'd not say it's, it was middle. Like if you like supernatural, you might like this. Then I love supernatural. You might like this then. So it does you, have, wait, you love supernatural? Do you not? I know like it? that's what I'm saying. Like there are parts of it I did like of the live action series, but there are also a lot of parts I didn't. So you and your tastes are a little bit different than mine. So you might like it more. You probably will like it less. What were we gonna say, Ty? Well, I was just gonna say, so the like Marvel Disney got the rights back from Blade in like 2012, I think, and they didn't I really. It, was recent. it wasn't that recent, uh, oh, but they did oh. recently announce back in 2019 that there will be a Blade movie starring yeah. uh, Maharshala Ali. And who? Um, what has he been in? What? Uh, who is well, that guy? Uh, actually, he has been in a Marvel property before. He was on Luke Cage, the first season. Who was he in Luke Cage? I don't remember. He was much the bad guy, Cottonmouth. Oh, the main, the main bad guy. Uh, yeah. Well, the main bad guy for the first half of the season. Okay, I I didn't finish it. I only watched like like. But five I mean, or six he. Months. Other than that, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he was in Predators. Oh, uh, I like that movie. He's he was, uh, the voice of Uncle Aaron in the Spider-Verse. Yeah, maybe. he's in Spider-Verse, so this Blade will be his oh, third cool. Marvel thing. Uh, he was in a very successful movie called Moonlight that I have not seen. Me neither. Like, critically acclaimed. Yeah. Um, and he made his MCU debut, or at least his voice did, in uh, Eternals. What? Who did he voice in Eternals? Blade. He was the oh, post-credit right. scene. He's the post-credit post scene guy. Oh, okay. With uh, the Black Knight. Yeah, with uh, Jon Snow from Game yeah. of Thrones. Just moving on up to another swordsman. Don't so, get that um, reference. I, there were actually some weird rumors going around a long time that uh, when Marvel got the rights back to Blade, they would just have like Wesley Snipes do it. Mm -hmm. um, and Wesley Snipes actually expressed interest in doing Blade again. Um, although... Apparently he had a really bad time on Blade Trinity. I, I, I look forward to talking about that one because there's so much behind the scenes stuff that is Don't worry. It's on my list. 
Um, but anyway, Wesley Snipes, whenever they announced that uh, Mahershala Ali, his name's hard to say, I'm sorry, um, that he was taking over, he expressed his uh, support for him. Uh, so he seems to be uh, pretty positive on it. Hey, yeah. as Nate's pointed out, the multiverse is open. It could be an old man blade. Yeah. Yeah, Wesley Snipes could be an old man blade. Now, I am excited for uh blade to join the mcu but i will say oh, this too. i will say this i'm going to uh i'm gonna miss blade being able to say motherfucker so much that's true because i, I mean i don't know deadpool is coming to mcu and they've stated that is staying rated r blade could come in as rated r that's what i would want but i'm worried that that's not what we're gonna get it's probably going to become like a Moon Knight thing or it's going to be a TV show that's like TV. No, he's supposed TV. to get his own movie. Oh, really? I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be like a show or something. He's supposed to get his own movie. I'll tell you what it's probably going to be. They're probably going to be a joke every five seconds and it's not funny and nothing is taken seriously. And yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Or Love and Thunder. Apparently, uh, Mr. Ali turned down the turned down the role of James Gordon in the Batman to do Blade. Oh, yeah, because they got Jeffrey Wright, uh, who was wait, wait. the watcher on What If. Mm-hmm. James Gordon, isn't that the police commissioner Gordon? Yes, Commissioner yeah. Gordon. Commissioner. Okay, never mind. He yes. was going to play, he turned that role down so that he could play Blade. Mm-hmm. I think he made the right choice there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because. Commissioner Gordon is, is like a big of a character as the main character of being Blade. Well, I know none of you have seen the Batman, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gordon, Gordon's role in that is pretty good, actually. Uh, but oh, I, I'm, I'm glad that they picked the guy they got uh, because I could just imagine him saying, what if? Yeah. I Have they said anything about a second season of what if? I think they have, actually. Cause yeah, they, that, they've already stated that it's going to happen. They are. Because I, I definitely want more of that. that no. I, I, you know what I feel like is going to happen with What If Season 2? They're going to start slowly introducing like X-Men and stuff like that into season so they can be an introduction. That would be cool. They did introduce uh, Agent or Captain Carter. So. In the live action or uh, oh, in the What If series? Yeah, they, with What If they introduced Captain Carter and then they brought Captain Carter into live action. Oh man, I was so happy when that that was real, like brought in. Yeah, the, out, of um, the, out of the entire What If season one, the Captain Carter episode is my favorite one. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> anything else to say about Blade? Ty, I feel like there is some more stuff to say about Blade, but yeah. I can't think of anything right now. Um, we haven't given our ratings on it yet. Oh, we do need to do that. Okay. All right, uh, Nate, you'll go first. I'll go second. And Raceland, since it was your pick, you will go last. I'm good. All right. I will give this a solid four. Okay. Reasoning? Why is it not a five? Well, five is, like I said, to me, five has to be not perfection, but damn near close. And I, it has to be something that I genuinely just think is a must watch for somebody and blade while I do love it and think it's a great movie and all that. I wouldn't, if someone was like, what is a movie you think I have to absolutely watch? I'm not going to say blade. That's true. That's fair. Ty. 
I'm going to give it a four also. Uh, I like the movie quite a bit. There are some things that I think are a little of the times of it with, as far as like, I, I think the, uh, like the background music is all boom, doom, 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 and stuff that's very, very nineties. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, just, I think there's not a lot of CGI in this movie, but what there is, I don't think holds up very well. Um, but as far as that, I mean, I think the acting's great. I think Wesley Snipes is cool. Kills uh, it, man. I think Steven Dorff is pretty good as Frost, uh, playing the little, just unassuming, regular-looking guy who is uh, actually very evil. So yeah, four uh, four stars for me. Four, All right. four pints of blood from the blood bank for me. All right. And for me, make it a sweet four out of five star pints of blood. Starved pints of blood. Starved pints of blood. <laughs> yep, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> right, Raceland, why do you give it a four? Uh, well, um, like you said, it is a really good movie, but it does, you know, age with its '90s time, and uh, a little cheese in there. Cheese isn't bad, but there there are some cheese. So, as Nate, cheese. as Nate pointed out. It is a good movie, but I wouldn't sit here and, like, if somebody was like, what movie should I watch? I'm not going to say, you need to watch Blade. Yeah, I get that. Um, Yeah, four out of five, still a good rating, though. Go ahead, Nate. So I did find an interesting little tidbit. Uh, Apparently, Marv Wolfman, one of the co-creators of Blade, sued Marvel for this movie. Yep. He sued Marvel? Oh, wow. Yep. Unsuccessfully. Uh, yeah, Marv Wolfman unsuccessfully sued Marvel, New Line, and Time Warner for $35 million after the release of the film, claiming it was not bound by a work-for-hire contract when he created the character in 1972. He, along with artist Gene Colan, received a based-on-characters-created-by credit in this film, but did not receive credit in Blade Two or the TV series. Speaking so. of... Speaking of Blade from the 70s, can you imagine if they would have made this comic accurate with, like, the afro and the purple jumpsuit? <laughs> and the green jacket and everything. Yeah. There. It, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. I don't think it would have worked for the time period <laughs> no. the movie is set. Definitely not. Definitely no. not. But, yeah, Blade originally in the comics had an afro and a purple and green, like, jumpsuit looking. Yeah, that's very. Uh, and a bandolier yeah. of wooden stakes. Yeah. Well. Um, we did not get any comments this week whatsoever. Damn it. Uh, what, what are you doing, guys? You just couldn't handle the awesomeness that is Blade. They just was like, we don't have anything negative to say. Yeah, we picked a good movie this time. Yeah, Although like, last oh. week was a pretty good movie, too, but that's beside yeah. the point. Um, but I will, I will say that we do welcome all comments. If you want to comment, you can down in the comment section on YouTube or by emailing us at whatsplayingtonight at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Tonight Playing. There's also a link to the Discord and the Facebook group down in the description. We'd love to hear from you. And if you are watching on YouTube, why don't you give this video a nice like and, uh, yeah, subscribe if you're not, because we'd love to have you. Um, so, Ty, so, Ty, before we uh, pick the next movie, would you say that Blade understands the assignment? I think Blade wrote the assignment. I don't think Blade <laughs> wrote the assignment. Um, for Marvel or for It Marvel understands films. that assignment. Yeah, I guess it understands the assignment. If it gets okay. a if it gets a if it gets higher than a two, it understands the assignment. That's good. Maybe. Um 
But speaking of picking movies, we have reached the end of the show, which means it's time to pick our next movie. Each episode, one of us is at the mercy of the other. Since Raceland picked Blade, it's Nate's turn? Wait. It is Nate's turn. But what's what's so special about your turn this week, Nate? So on my list, we have some categories that are recommendations. This is the first recommendation from the Discord from a friend of ours named Alex. And the Lake House is the film from 2006. You can watch it on Netflix. Let's go. Yay. Uh, Yeah, there's... I'm looking forward to this film probably because I don't remember much about this when I watched it. So this will actually kind of be like I'm watching it brand new. I know my wife looking forward to it also. I know my wife when I told her what we're watching, she's like, hey, I don't actually mind watching this with you. Well, there you go. Now you have some quality time to spend with your wife. Yeah, Yeah. it's a love story. My favorite type of movie. You can watch uh, a movie that maybe she likes instead of having to watch your drivel all the time. (laughs) Hey, I got good movies. I picked (laughs) Blade. I will say that on the like surface, this film sounds like a movie I would love because it's a romance time travel kind of thing. And I'm like, ah, yeah. But for the life of me, I cannot remember most of it. I just remember kind of, yeah. Well, we'll we'll find out. That will be our movie next week. Stay tuned for that. And you might even, uh, we might even have a couple of surprises in store for you. But yeah. uh, until then, Raceland, do you have any last words? Some motherfuckers always want to uh, ice skate uphill. Nate, <laughs> do you have any last words? <laughs> um, no, not really. That that kind of <laughs> was perfect. Ty, would you have any last words? Well, you stole mine, so instead, <laughs> oh, I'm, did I? so instead I'm just gonna say some motherfuckers always be trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> And I think that means we've said that like five or six times on the podcast. (laughs) Anyways, this has been What's Playing Tonight. I hope you guys have a great rest of your morning, evening, day, whenever you watch or listen to this. And we will see you next week.